Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the RR Show, the best show on the internet as always. Today we're coming at you with episode 183. We're diving into Pro Revenge to find some goodies today. So grab your tea and your popcorn, and let's jump right in with our first story from Ms. Plantasia. My boss thought she could insult everyone, so I made her pay everyone for going on vacations. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Last year, I took a summer job for a kids' camp. It seemed to be quite well paid, and I wanted to try how working with kids goes. The hiring process was a little odd, to say the least. As for the interview, I was called unexpectedly, and that woman, which was later my boss, spoke on the phone for two and a half hours or more and asked some really weird personal questions. For example, she asked, You aren't a COVID idiot, are you? Uh, remember that. It will be a factor in the story. Anyway, I needed the money and it was the only callback I'd gotten so far, so I took it. She then made us all come in two times before starting the job so that she can explain it to us. Both times, it went on the whole fucking day, without being included in our payments because it was not mandatory. I got to be the boss of my team. Then first day came around and we faced 20 plus children with their parents, but the boxes with the name lists, the toys and everything weren't there. We basically improvised and wrote their names as they came and hoped that they are indeed signed up. Later, the boxes arrived, but the contents were measly at best. She'd given us two kinds of games, Uno and something else. Bought it like three times. We got little instruments for the kids to decorate, but when she came around to check on us a few days later, she screamed at us. They're fucking kids! Shouldn't have been allowed to take the instruments home, which she never said and made no sense. The next few days went on like this. She came round and screamed at us for doing something that made perfect sense to everybody. But she pretended she'd instructed us otherwise at the, you know, unpaid, non-mandatory orientation meetings, which I attended every time. She just talked about her personal life. No instructions. She went on and offended every single person in existence. She doesn't want to have lactose intolerant or handicapped kids at camp because they're too much of a hassle. My Muslim colleague got scolded for wanting to go home to her toddler after a 10-hour shift, and she asked in front of everyone if her son still sucks on her titties, because else she doesn't have a reason to go home. Parents with questions or complaints are to be educated like the kids because that's how they're behaving. Also, she made us work more than 12 hours without a break, and shit on me when I stood up to go home at 12 hours. We have laws that require that here. But two events stood out when she went after the kids. 
On the first occasion, you have to remember that this woman has an unhealthy obsession with Corona. She not only changed the rules of everything anytime it fit her narrative with us, she also did that with the parents, which led to misunderstandings. Every single day. So she asked the children, aged 4 to 10, which one had done an antigen test and who had done a PCR test. Of course, the children didn't know what any of this meant, and the little five-year-old girl raised her hand for the false one. When the witch, <clears throat> sorry, my boss, noticed that, she gave this poor girl the scolding of her life and told her that she's dumb as a rock for not knowing the difference. Pretty sure this girl had spit on her face. I was so in shock, I probably should have slapped her for that, but I didn't. The girl tried hard not to cry and didn't come back the days after. The second incident was even more disturbing. A four-year-old boy hit his head at the playground when they were all outside. I was back in the office when my colleagues came running. I called the boss while my colleague called the ambulance. When I told her that and how my colleague was already on the phone with the ambulance, she scolded me. But not because the boy got hurt. No, no. Because we called the ambulance. In her world, it wasn't that bad, and the father shouldn't find out, as if he was blind and wouldn't have seen the open wound or anything. The ambulance came, told us it was completely fine, even mandatory to call them in this case as an institution, and the boy suffered no further injury. He's fine now, thankfully. But I was furious. I was completely freaking out of anger. I'd only worked there for like nine days, and the kids as well as us had been abused enough. Instead of going after my impulse to cool her back and tell her off, I calmed myself, and the next day I didn't go to work, but to the doctor. I explained to her that my boss abuses me and that I can't terminate my contract early, so to keep me from snapping, she put me on sick leave without end date. My boss was not amused when I sent her that doctor's notice, but I ignored her calls. I then proceeded to talk with my teammates and encouraged them to get sick leave and told them exactly what they can do and say to get that. They even tried to get rid of my Muslim co-worker illegally. I explained to her that the paperwork from them is not legal and that she should ignore it and also go on sick leave. So in about a two-week time frame, my location had to replace all six people, including me, the boss there. And I took all records home too, so she couldn't just pass them on. I also changed the passwords to my email account and did everything I could to piss her off. The story doesn't end here. As I found out the word spread like a wildfire and because she was such a piece of shit to everyone at every location, one month after the start she lost more than half of her staff. Some of them still had to be paid sick leave. Apparently, she called some of them and begged them to come back and offered bonuses as high as double the pay and still got nobody to come back and help. The silver lining was that the parents also had enough and many kids were taken out of that camp. So end of July was there. I was on sick leave and she calls. She proceeds to tell me suspiciously calmly that if I don't want to come back next month, I should tell her here and now and that she offered to end my contract without further obligations and with my payment for the whole month of July. I tell her about how I'm coming back because I really want to get better and other bullshit. And of course I just didn't, and I proceeded to collect one additional full month of sick leave, without even ever speaking to her directly again. 
I also went out of my way to continue offering information for every single staff member of all locations that wanted to leave and still get paid or wanted to know where they can report her. So in the end, this is what she got for being a disrespectful bitch. She lost half or more of her workers. Everyone hates her and wants nothing to do with her. Really bad publicity indeed. She had to send me the two full months, my vacation time out in money which is quite expensive for them, as I didn't take it because I was sick, pay my overtime and mandatory bonuses you get for doing extra hours, all this multiplied by six at least. I got around 6,000 euros for nine days of work from them. Her entire enterprise went downhill. Of course, I also had to get my money through legal support, so that came on to her too. I can't explain how much detail I put into the legal planning so as to get all the people paid out as much as possible without any chance of legal repercussions whatsoever. My ass is safer than safe. She will not ever be able to retaliate on what I did there. I studied law for a while and got everything double-checked by professionals. She tried to harass me. I blocked her. But I heard she read my personal information to the other colleagues who stayed there and called me all possible names. So if she should ever even try to sue me or blackmail me, I have evidence and witnesses for trying to dox me, insulting me and various other things. Honestly, after I wrote that down now, I'm kind of proud, but also surprised at how nicely all that worked out. I didn't see any listings searching for that project this year, so hopefully that went downhill. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Our next story is from RaditzFan9000. Terrorize my family. Enjoy losing everything and going back to jail. Hello. This is a long one, so buckle up for a ride. Myself and my wife had just had our second child and moved into a duplex in an amazing neighborhood. Had its own playground even. We moved in and greeted the neighbors. Bunch of younger people, but they seemed okay. The first day after moving in, we find that they're gone and they left their seven-year-old on a school day outside our door with a bag of goldfish and a note asking us to watch him while they went out. Yeah, cue CPS call number one. The neighbors and me got along really well. The old guy next door repaired bikes for a hobby and the next door neighbor did woodworking and would always come over to see the kids and send his grandkids over to play. They warned us that our upstairs neighbor was trouble. Constant traffic going in and out, parties every single night. This was 110% true. It got to the point where we couldn't sleep at night and we had multiple altercations to the point it was a full-blown yelling match. The landlord was less than useless and would do nothing to get rid of them. So I bided my time and eventually one night they came home in their red Mazda 3 and it was destroyed. They must have hit something and ran. So I called the RCMP and let them know, as at the very least I figured they'd get in deep shit, but oh man, I had no idea what I had just unleashed. Turns out the douchebag had a warrant for his arrest for drug trafficking. He got hauled away in cuffs that night, and entitled woman too got a visit from CPS again, as they left her son home alone again, and this wasn't once or twice, it was every single day. So my wife went digging for names and found the mother on Facebook. 
Using public record searches, we found out that they owed Easy Home nearly 48k in assets as they'd taken off from the original address with all their furniture, including TVs and a huge sound system. 48 hours later, the sheriff was there with a box truck emptying their house. Took the beds, couches, TVs, the annoying subwoofer system, kitchen set, and even the dressers. CPS came shortly after and removed the child from the house. I didn't enjoy seeing him taken away, but they never fed him, and he was always in the same clothing, and it was falling apart. We went out of our way to make sure he had full meals when we could, we're not going to let a kid starve. The douchebag went to jail for drug possession. He was out on bail and hid the drugs in a dresser they took. Entitled Woman 1 went to jail for assaulting the sheriff, and Entitled Woman 2 actually had a happy ending. Far as I know, she lost her son and went through multiple programs to clean herself up and started working to provide for her son. Ran into her a couple of years ago and she thanked me for what I did. I got pro-revenge on the drug dealer and his girlfriend and thankfully helped someone get on the right path. Our next story is in from Ancient Ice. Make my co-worker cry, I will help karma turn your life upside down. Backstory I worked at this hotel for over two years and was one of two people left that went through the training when our hotel changed hotel franchises. During this training, we were told about certain rules the company had. One afternoon, I was scheduled to work second shift 3 to 11. I walked in and both AM front desk co-workers looked like they'd been massively crying as their makeup was smeared. My manager was looking quite pissed, so I asked, what's wrong? He says we got a major jerk as a customer. This guy is the highest level on the rewards for the hotel chain. He is very demanding and wants free upgrades, free this, free that, and screams anytime he has an interaction with the staff. This guy has made every department call me complaining about him. Now this guy just came to the front desk and screamed at these two co-workers until they were both crying. These two ladies were fresh high school graduates and were very sweet, innocent people. They loved helping people and didn't deserve this treatment. As he's explaining this, I look up this guy's room details. Once my manager finished explaining everything that this guy's done, I see this guy's info and I smile from ear to ear. I reply, didn't you see he's an employee of a different hotel? Well, yes, but so what? Well, first off, while you travel as an employee, you're required to behave and be respectful. It's in the fine print on the discount form. I grabbed this form and showed it to the manager. Failure to be respectful can lead to having their employee discount suspended or permanently revoked, and even get you terminated. You need to call this guy's hotel and ask for the GM, and then explain to him who you are and what this guy's doing. I look up the hotel phone number and call the hotel, and then handed my manager the phone. My manager, after his call with the GM, has an evil and satisfying smile on his face. His GM is steaming mad. I described all the stuff he'd done. Main switchboard phone rings. I answered. Hello, thanks for calling hotel. How can I direct your call? I want to speak to Entitled Jerk's room, please. I replied, absolutely, sir. Have a very nice day and transferred the call. I looked at my manager and said with a sarcastic tone, Someone wants to speak to Entitled Jerk. Gee, I wonder who that could be. After the manager finally manages to stop laughing, he says, The GM gave me his personal cell phone number and said if I have any more issues to call him immediately. I'm leaving the phone number next to the switchboard if you need to call him. 
So I told him, your revenge is done. Now for my revenge. Managers looking at me with wide eyes. Oh crap, what are you going to do? Me smiling, a very nice, very evil smile. Oh, you'll see. I pick up the phone to make a call. Hello, Hotel Rewards Customer Service. Yes, I'd like to report someone using rewards accounts while using employee discount on his stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't do that. Mm-hmm. I know, I'm calling to report him. Mm-hmm. I gave her the guest reservation number and reward member number. I continued, I bet if you dig through this guy's history, you'll find all of his stays are probably at employee discount. Customer service said they were starting a ticket to have this guy's account investigated. Why, thank you. I then hang up the phone. The manager watched as I then removed his rewards number from his stay. My manager had a huge grin on his face. Okay, that was awesome. I explain. Oh, I'm not quite finished with him yet. It's time to go spread the news to all departments that he's no longer a rewards member. I made a new key for his room without concierge access. I walked around to every department. As I explained why I was stopping by, everyone had the same reaction as soon as I mentioned the guy's name. Oh God, what about this arsehole? I finished explaining how he was no longer a reward member and if he gives anyone any issues to call front desk immediately as his GM had already tore him a new one just a minute ago. Everyone was so happy at this news. I finally went to the concierge room, used the guest's new key to void his current key. Then I walked into the room and explained the information to the evening concierge. She too cringed at the mention of his name. After explaining to her that she'd not have to deal with him again, I asked her to leave the morning person a note about this guy that he's not allowed in the concierge room anymore. Oh, she was very happy. While I was gone, evidently the manager explained what we did to the front desk ladies. The minute I got back to the front desk, both the desk co-workers came up to me and gave me a huge hug and thanked me many times. Then my manager turns and says to me, Yeah, do me a favor. I say, yeah, sure, what's up? He says, if I ever piss you off, please come and tell me so I can fix the issue. Later that night, Entitled Jerk comes to the desk, key in hand, and very politely says that his key is not working. I replied, oh, very sorry about that, sir. Let me make you a new key with the best fake smile I could muster. The aftermath? Next day, I check his rewards account and is now suspended. Check back next week. Sorry, account number not found. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I will see you fabulous guys in the next episode. But until then, peace out. Take care. It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. True terrors of horror. 
bizarre happenings, unexplainable events, on our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.